Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. It's a busy, uh, busy Friday. Yeah, we got a um, Jer- Daniel Jeremiah's first mock draft is out, so I want Adam to read us that, but... There's uh, the buzz right now on social media is about Sports Illustrated, um, and like is Sports Illustrated going away? They're talking about potentially laying off the entire workforce. Is that right, Adam? Yeah. So a letter they obtained an email that was sent out that uh, it says most, if not potentially all, of Sports Illustrated staff. It's, uh, it's terrible. Earlier to today, the workers of Sports Illustrated were notified that the Arena Group is planning to lay off a significant number, possibly all, of the <laughs> guild-represented workers at SI. Jesus, come on, man. What does that mean for Albert Breer? That mean, what does that mean for a lot of really talented uh, writers, writers yeah. and reporters? A lot of writers. I, I don't know. I mean, Sports Illustrated... For those of us that are a little older, I mean, for was me, such a part of our lives as kids. The magazine in the seventies and the eighties. I mean, and Jordan on the nineties well, because Jordan was on there so much. Like you know how many? The minute they started inventing these darn computers, Carmen. You know how many saved Sports Illustrated magazines I have? Jordan covers, Tiger covers. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got almost all of the Tiger Woods ones. I think. Do you? And then, of course, there's the swimsuit issue, which I know in today's world is maybe frowned Listen, upon. Listen, we're going back to the conversation from last hour. I'll tell you what, the Tyra Banks one changed my life. Yeah, yeah I think we all remember, like... Changed my the, life. The one, and I don't know if this one changed my life, because I was a little older already at the time. I was, I'm assuming I was in high school. But the one that I'll never forget, that is my all-time favorite SI cover... Is the Kathy Ireland in the yellow bikini? Oh yeah! And you guys probably remember which one I'm talking about. It's I the do. all time. Yeah. It's the all time. Can you tweet SI it out? Can you cover. tweet it out, Carm? Can you look at it, find it, and tweet it out so everybody can see it? Yeah, like the Kathy Ireland yellow bikini, and it was the 25th anniversary swimsuit issue cover. Is the all time SI cover? Period. End of story. Are you looking at it? No, I've oh, got which... I got the fiftieth anniversary issue with three three young ladies on the cover. Oh Yurko. <laughs> oh sweet Lord. But I, I'm I'm saddened to hear that for a lot of talented people. They still do a lot of really good online content. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll follow that, I guess, but I mean it used to be a real thing. Yurko's not wrong. Like w- to to save and collect come, come those... February. To save right? and collect those those covers. Oh, I remember like if any it was anything, a real thing. Any championship happened, I yes. had most of the Bulls ones. I have a couple Alabama ones still. Yeah, there's the one of uh, what's his face uh, when they beat Notre Dame. Him stepping on the Notre Dame player, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy Eddie stepping Lacey. on yeah, the yeah, Notre yeah. Dame player. Such a good, such a good cover. Sorry, uh, sorry, Yurko. Um, and uh, like the White Sox, I still have the White Sox one. I have I have blown the, up the Blackhawks ones of. The White Sox winning the cover. You're right, Adam. And I have it in my office. I have it blown up, framed. I love that picture. It reminds me of the one glorious year they delivered for us in a long-suffering fandom. It still resonated with, like, my age. Like, I have a Cubs one. Do you? Yeah, I have the Verducci cover story from when they won in 16. Wow. I got a frame. It's, uh, so come February? Is that after the Super Bowl? Is that what you said, Yerk? 
Is that what you read after the Super Bowl? I, I, wasn't it February that the Swimsuit Magazine came out? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought you meant that's when they're going <laughs> to... No. I'm sorry. No, no I, I think you're right. I think well, it was every February. It is. It was every, February. it was every February. Man, alive. You'd sit there. You'd sit by the uh, mailbox going, come on. Come on. Let's go. Studio's getting a little foggy. <laughs> you're a funny man. You want to go over this mock draft now? Yeah, do the mock draft, and then I'm going to get back out to the phones. So this is Daniel Jeremiah's. Daniel Jeremiah just put out his uh, first mock draft today. Right, I'm gonna get, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. He has the, no trades or anything. This is Oh, just, so this is no, no trades. trades. No, no, he no, has just, the Bears selecting Caleb yeah, Boyd. He does. And then Drake May goes to Washington. Yes. And, and then, then uh, I'm going to say J- Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels three. goes to Washington. Correct. And the uh, Arizona Cardinals take Marvin, Marvin Harrison, Harrison Jr. Jr. Correct. And then fifth is where it's going to get tough. Hold Chargers. On. Okay. So this is surprising. End. Tight end Brock, Brock, Bowers? Brock Bowers. No, this is surprising. Dallas Turner? No, he's no. not that high. Uh, uh, the kid, the tackle, Joe Alt. Nope. The tackle uh, from Penn State. Nope. What position? So... The Cardinals start at four with Marvin Harrison Jr., a run on wide receivers. Okay, Malik oh Neighbors. So, Roma Dunze Roma goes Dunze. to the Chargers. I think Roma Dunze is going to be awesome. Malik Neighbors goes to the Giants. So, every good wide, all the top-tier wide receivers. Cleared Goodbye. out. Goodbye. The Chargers, after drafting Quentin Johnston, who looks like a bust, in the first round last year, yeah. maybe back it up with Malik Neighbors. Well, there's, then there's your problem. I'm oh, sorry, Roma Dunze. Excuse me. Is, there, is our guy Matt Millen up there now? No. Is Matt Millen there? But they might want to make amends for the mistake it looks like they made last year with Johnson. Right. And get another weapon. I think right. somebody can work with him a little bit. Who's the get first? somebody out there and work with uh, Johnson to make him better. Let's just try to get to nine. Mm-hmm. So where are we? Where do we leave off? Tennessee at pick seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Is this where the first O-lineman first goes? O-lineman goes. Yes. Joe Alt. Joe Alt. Yes. Joe, Alt. Yes. Joe Alt's gone for the yes. Bears. I would it's like Joe Alt. Skaronsky and Joe Alt for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. yeah. Locked down that left who's side. Eight? Who's eight? Eight are the Falcons. Falcons are eight. They're not doing running back. They're not doing wide receiver. Doing they got two end. tight ends that can play. Other side of the field. Yeah, Dallas Defense. Turner. Who's the yes. best? Dallas Turner. There we go. So Dallas Turner goes there. Yep. Pass and then the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dallas Turner's pass rusher from Bama. And then the Bears take Brock Bowers. No, no <laughs> chance. I'm going to say they take, and I can never pronounce his name, so I'm sorry. I just call him the kid from Penn State. The tackle it's from Penn State. Very easy to pronounce this name. Very easy to pronounce this name. Okay. Who else would be in that running then, Yerk? That's like many uh, people think they got screwed this year. Uh, Florida, somebody Florida from Florida State. State. The oh, it's the uh, or the, the no, it's, it's the a part of a the, song. Uh, pass rusher. The pass rusher. It's um, come on, that's man. I'm, look, I'm looking at him. Yeah, it's what is that? He said it's part of a song. That's not going to help. It's I'm looking. Verse. Love, love, yeah, me Jared do. Verse. Yes, yeah, Jared, Jared Verse. verse. There yes. you go. Jared yes. Verse is uh, from Florida State. Yes, interesting. So no tackle in that scenario. No, they go. I mean, I would like. I would like Dallas Turner, but I'm obviously biased. Which, which I guess maybe I'm not surprised because they, like you said, Adam, they, I think they do like Braxton Jones, so maybe that shouldn't be surprising. And then if Turner's off the board, they're going to get the next best available, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like. And, and then only one other quarterback taken in the first round, and it is Bo Nix to Nicks. the New Orleans Saints at 14. Wow! All right, so there you go. Daniel Jeremiah's Mach 1.0. Has Mel hasn't has Mel done? So I was listening to uh, Darian Mel uh, this weekend, and his is coming out, I believe, next week. Okay, 1.0 comes yeah, out next week. I believe next week. We got to get Mel on and talk about like what he's hearing about Justin too. If he keeps he keeps throwing out there the Justin to Atlanta for the eighth pick, we got to get Mel on. We should do that in the next week or two. Philly Sid's on ESPN 1000. Hey Sid. 
Guys, I just wanted to call and say happy 15. Actually, Yurko, go back all the way to the very beginning. Oh, yeah. To Mac, yeah. Yurko, and Harry with you. Um, one real quick question. I need Dr. Yurko for a moment. Yeah. Uh, I uh, did something stupid last night and found out that I have a uh, torn bicep tendon at the elbow. Have you ever experienced it yourself or known any players that ever went through it? And yeah. What's the recovery like? Jeff, Jeff Logman uh, tore his bicep tendon here at Soldier Field. Did he? First game of the year, 1998. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it knocked him out for the year, but it was clean torn off the bone, and the bicep was up in a little ball. He had to have surgery. Oh, he had to bring it back just down. Just thinking about it. Is yours? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know if you have to have surgery on it, Sid? I do. Uh, mine yeah. did not tear completely. Uh, it did move up. I basically yeah. am missing about a three quarters of an inch gap at the bottom of my yeah. uh, bicep where it goes into your elbow. You can see it there. That's yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say six months. Yeah. You know, six month recovery time after that. Uh, a lot of time letting it heal, letting the tendon heal. Um, and then probably about six to eight weeks after surgery, the rehab process begins. Good luck with that. Sid. That's it's flexibility. They actually Sid. told me it was going to be sooner than that. Uh, they actually told me that my recovery time is probably going to be three to four months. Okay. Well, I ho- listen. Medicine's, medicine's a lot better. Medicine's it's a lot good. better than when I was in uh, with Logman in '98. Yeah. Yeah, so we're looking at what twenty six years later. Yeah. If they're sure. telling you it's going to be three to four months, I believe them. Medicine's a lot yeah, better. So a lot better. And the surgical right, procedures are a lot better. Team, guys. Thanks, Thank Ed. you, See you buddy. Appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah, with the medicine's a lot better, obviously. Oh, now. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to Frank in Romeoville. You're okay, Frank. Frankie. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, brother? What's up? Um, first thing, what's your anniversary for? I feel ignorant not knowing what this anniversary is everybody's talking about. It's 15 uh, years that Carmen and I have been on the air together. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. I felt like an ass or a no, jerk doing that, but yeah. All good. No, um, that's okay. We'll, we'll put it out there. Um, So I heard you say, kind of talking about how you want a quarterback with short memory, uh, kind of the personality thing. And I know this is an unpopular thing I'm noticing every time I bring it up to people or talk about it, but I listened to a podcast recently with Bajan, and he's talking to a guy that doesn't seem to know football too much, but when you hear him talk, I can't help but sit and compare it to what – you know, what the Bears kind of have on their plate. And I compare it to that Poles picked him over veterans, over possible D1 guys, over D2 guys, like other D2, I don't know, just other people. Mm-hmm. And they chose him and they kept him. And I'm curious to see how that's going to play out because when I see Caleb Williams get past the athleticism and the, the intoxicating plays yes. and all this stuff, his eye test, and personality, I wouldn't give him $3 and a ham sandwich. I wouldn't give him anything. It's terrifying. It's like a mix between like a Johnny Manziel and a Dak Prescott that I can't see spending the first-round pick when you've got so many needs. And when I hear people say that, oh, we, we need all these top players, that when I see the Packers who embarrassed us the other day, I couldn't name one of the wide receivers. When I see these other players like Brock Purdy, no one knew who Brock, Brock Purdy was. He's not crazy athletic. He's just a good decision maker. He's got a good head on his shoulder. He can process. So when I see this, when I see Bajan out there, he won games with no prep, with no no experience, nothing. And to me, I'm curious to see like if you give him the reins, if you did, mm. if say the coaching staff was like, I don't no know chance. what it could be. Could it be a? I know it's a no chance. I know when people say that, but when I see Fields, when things get down, demeanor falls, his head falls. It's like. 
he doesn't seem like that guy that. And it's I don't know, but, but, but like, listen. Whenever our perception ahead, is yeah, of ahead, some of these, Frank, thanks, buddy, and thanks for calling. Whatever our perception is, you got to remember, like we're still looking at things from a distance. Justin Fields' teammates adore him, and if they ever got the vibe that Justin Fields was moping around right. and hanging his head, they wouldn't adore him. They wouldn't. Everybody that's close to Caleb Williams, not us, not you watching at home on your couch, the people he shares a locker room with, the coaches, they seem to very much like Caleb Williams. So I I am always caution people, whatever we see from afar is not potentially what's really happening inside. This is how you endear, endear yourself. To the fans, you play well. You win games. You kick ass. That's how you endear yourself to the fans. Um, you don't endear yourself to the fans by going out and uh, adopting 13 puppies. You know That might be cute, but to the fans, they want to see victories, and they want to see good play. You endear yourself to your teammates by being trustworthy, by being accountable. Okay, That's how you endear yourself to your teammates, by having their backs. So... That's what he does there, at least with Justin Fields. Yes. And people may love Caleb Williams there because they see Caleb yes. Williams behind the scenes and what he has to go through and what he has to do yeah. and how he has to prepare and how he has to get there. It's a different type, you know, of thing. The mob is fickle, my friend. The fans, us as pundits, we are it, fickle. It, I agree with you. We yeah. see victories or we see defeats. I agree with you. And when it's defeat, it's all hell comes breaking loose. It's hard to find positivity. And then, like, these character attacks happen. And that, yeah. it's, that shouldn't be, yeah. you know, I mean. Try to keep it above board, I always say. Yeah, that, so, I don't know. That, that's, and no, you're not going with Tyson Bajan. It was a great story. It's a fun story. He's got a place as a backup in this league right. for many years to come. Because one thing Tyson Bajan does do very well is some of those things we talk he about. He distributes the, the football. The, the processing ability is there. Uh, he he does not have. I, I, I guess what, what I mean here, but he he'll does get, not have the physical traits to be a be starting a, quarterback, a dynamic quarterback. He'll be a league. better quarterback next year. He will be good with another year of training camp, another year in the off season, another year watching film, understanding the NFL game. He will be a better quarterback next year. I still don't think that he should be a starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. No, and then no. one day he might work himself into a situation where he's a backup. Somebody gets hurt, then he gets a chance to go ahead and make an impression. No. More than a two-game impression. Three-game impression. Uh, where do we go here next year? Let's go to, uh, how about Theo and Lake in the Hills? Hey, Theo. Hey, what's up, y'all? Leo and Lake in the Hills. Oh, Leo, uh, sorry. Uh, what's up, Leo? I wanted to comment on why it's a good idea to get Saquon for the money. Saquon? No, uh, they don't need Saquon. Their running back room is strong. What do they need Saquon Barkley for? Yeah, you guys, one of you guys commented that there's the same talent that we have already in uh, our running back. That's not true. The defense is not worried about our running backs pulling out a 40-yarder, 60-yarder. They, Theo, uh, Leo, excuse me. Do you know how much better of a running attack in, ter- of like, in terms of EPA the Bears had than the, San- than the New York Giants? I mean, come on, Leo. What are we, what are we doing talking about running backs? We, you got, come on, guys. I thought we've educated everybody on the ah, running back situation over the course on, of time. guys. The Bears had another one, number one rushing offense. You had a running back average five yards a carry. Come on, guys. What are we doing? 
I mean, do we need to have a refresher course for uh, we, everybody? This, How many times have we told you about running backs? We're going to start and getting angry. Dime a dozen. That's what they are. When they get to their fourth year, you, you shake their hands and you send David Montgomery off to where? You send him to Detroit. You know what Detroit did when they got David Montgomery? They drafted, drafted a running back with the first round. And they're happy. Their running back room is good. Yeah, they're fine. It's fine. The, 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 the Giants, Leo, had the second worst rush EPA in football. The Bears were top 10. Uh, not a defense that's worried about Saquon Barkley. Come on. You didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver for the Green Bay Packers, but as a whole, they threw for over 4,000 yards, and they busted their chops. They they played their asses off, right? You would say that? Yeah. That's what they did? Even though they had nobody give you a 1,000 yards. There's no running back that got a 1,000 yards for the Chicago Bears. But you ran the ball for 2,399 yards and a a 4.5-yard average. Not a single running back in DJ's first mock draft either. No. These guys just aren't valuable. Not a running back. No. Why? Because everybody has learned. They have finally learned about the running back I mean, look position. Look what the Dolphins did with their running game this year, with the players that they have. Yeah, Achani and I Mostert. Mean, Mostert and Achan. I mean, like, like, come on. They they picked Mostert up off the scrap heap, didn't they? Kevin's in Lincoln Park. What's up, Kev? Hey, how we doing, guys? First Great. time caller, long time listener. I got uh, two plays tomorrow that I want to get your guys' opinions on while I'm smoking a brisket. <laughs> I'm liking that. the Packers' first half. Um, the 49ers seem to be getting off the slow starts and get a lot of their points there in the second half. Now, my second play is 49ers second half spread, which is minus four and a half. And I think those are both good plays. I, uh, uh, I kind of like the angle on the Packers first half. I like you know, that. They, they are the, they are the best offense in the league since week nine. So I not now more importantly though, uh, who is this again? This is Kevin. More Kevin. importantly, you're smoking a brisket. Now, I, I would I would ask nice. you this: in this weather, how hard is that on the smoker? How hard is it to maintain the fire? Like, how much does that matter? I've never tried to smoke anything in this time. I mean, it's 14 degrees outside. How are you doing this? I do have a little blanket that goes over the smoker, so it insulates the uh, the heat a lot better. Really, but, uh, it is going to be cold, and I don't plan on going out there too often. Okay, and when is this? A, are you doing this for is tomorrow? Ten, twelve yeah, hours. I, I, take I am. It, you're doing it for I tomorrow. Am. You got going to have guys over watch the game or something? You betcha. Beautiful. I love yeah. it, Kevin. What kind of binder? What kind of binder do you use on that? Uh, a little mustard. A little mustard. Little mustard. Frenchies, or do you go with the German big thick one? Oh, just some Frenchies. Okay. Really? Okay. All right, Kev, go, let us know on Monday uh, how the brisket turned out, and hopefully the bets work out. I love it. He's doing a brisket in this weather. That's. I wouldn't do that. I haven't fired I smoked, up my smoker in I a, smoked in a some while. salmon in the winter one time. Yeah? And uh, had it inside the garage, put the garage bottom open just a little bit, you know, just a in little, case. Yeah, a yeah. little, little you got to get circulation, circulation. Yeah. Yeah. Put it up there. A nice big smoker. It was beautiful. And went out there and, you know, massaged it a little bit with some... Uh, uh, honey and some yeah. other stuff, you know, to put on that uh, teriyaki sauce. Ooh, look at oh, you. it was top notch. Smoked at, very well. Look at you. Dean is downtown. What up, Dino? Well, just when I thought I couldn't get any more bongos, the guy calls in and says they need to trade or get Saquon Barkley it's on, on the Bears. I'm All telling right. you, dude. I'm, when I hear but, a running, let's trade for a running back, I, I tear my hair out. I can't do it. But the guy before him, I'm not going to lie, he had me in the first half, Abdallah, when he said that, you know, 
we got to get Caleb Williams, but then he ruined it when he said we should go with Bages. So, uh, but I digress. Good afternoon, good kid in muscles, marinara. Yes. You know, I heard Shane Norling showed up to work today. Way to go, kid! All right, why you got a bus ball? I love I mean, it. My Keep God, going. you know, take the, I just take everybody ask briefly, down. Before I get to my point, briefly, I may have been downgraded to a second-class citizen by ESPN honchos over there. I texted the great Dan Zetterman at 9.31 this morning, and I have yet to hear back from him. Listen, what, is you, Danny's, a, day over there? Danny's a mover and a shaker. You text Danny, you're lucky if you hear a response yeah, by Wednesday. We're lucky if I mean, we hear a response yeah, yeah, by Wednesday. All I knew was is. a date. I, I said, Danny, when can I look forward to hearing Chris Blick and Double A in the afternoons again? Oh, Cricket. I'd say early March. Um, early March is a good bet. Thank you, Yerk. So I called to throw some names in the hat for your Latina nominations, if not honorable mentions. Now, some of these are just downtown Dean's greatest hits, and some are universally renowned. I do like to think of myself as somewhat of an expert in this field. I have an affinity for Latin women, Yerk, so I will leave no stone unturned. Uh, Number one, we got Miss Melissa Fumero from Brooklyn Nine-Nine fame. That's one of my faves. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm just finding out Alicia Keys is biracial. She's actually, she's one of us, Carmen. She's, uh, she's Italian, Irish, and African-American. She's a beauty. But I want to throw, so, so gorgeous. Uh, you got Jessica Alba, the ageless wonder. Yes. An- Anna DeArmas, Ben Affleck's main squeeze. And lastly, but not, uh, last but not least, fellas, new Selena Gomez. Not old Selena. Downtown Dean likes a little meat on his bones, Yerko. The, the Delmonico, not the filet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dean. I mean, Dean is something else. You know who I forgot, by the way, when I... Selma Hayek still, yeah. for me, she's the queen. Yeah. But a close second is Eva Mendez. Oh. 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 And in the other guys, Eva Mendez and the other guys with yeah. Will Ferrell. <laughs> she pulls it off. And Marky Mark. Oh, They're not my all first-round picks. And when she, when, she when, pulls when it he off. brings him to the house for the first time... Who is, Sheila? who is that? No, seriously, who is that? <laughs> it's the oh, by the way, please, when you, you say Eva Mendez, you need the whole name. I don't know Eva her de la Caridad Mendez. Even sexier. Gosling. Oh, 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 man. Gosling. Gosling what? Isn't aren't her and uh, Ryan I Gosling? They're, they're, yeah, they're married. married. Yeah, Eva Mendez so. Gosling. How long is the contract? Bye, you know, they're married. Bye, Terry. All right, Al, nobody cares. Get back inside. Bye, Sheila. <laughs> the old ball and chain. Who is that? Uh, Bye, Sheila. <laughs> She's just fantastic. She's right up there. All right. Uh, how, do you, how do you even move on from Dean? I mean, my God. Quickly. Well, he needs to be doing stand-up sets. Easily. Over. You Quickly. press another button. <laughs> you press another button. Where do you want to go next? Wherever you, go, you like. Uh, Mom Marilyn wants to say hi. Hi, Marilyn. Gentlemen, good afternoon and happy anniversary and happy new year. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Can you hear me better this time? We can, actually. It's much better. Well, you know what happened last time? You held on so long, the phone just died, and Mm. I couldn't couldn't hear you either. It happens. This is better. It happens. It's a whole... Put put it on a charger. Yes. uh, I can't believe it was 15 years. I know. You know what I realized today, though? I started listening to you guys in 2008. Uh, but I didn't meet you until 2011, because mm. that was the year my mother had the stroke in 2008, so I didn't do much of anything that, that year or until she passed. So I said, my goodness, I've really known you guys a long time now. It's uh, over a decade. You believe it, that? It is. I can't mm. believe it myself. Stay inside. Like, Don't go out in this cold weather, all right? Oh, no. I was out uh, 
Tuesday, I had to take Joey for his uh, retinus shot. Mm, yes. Great. He has, uh, diabetes in his eye, and we have to go every eight weeks to uh, Oak Park. It was, it was nothing. It was, it was good. It was good. Well, that's good. All right. Stay warm. Have a good weekend, Marilyn. Thanks for calling. <laughs> she's got the whole schedule of where she's got to take everybody. Marilyn's a sweetheart, man. You, you guys in the Twitch chat, you better watch it, all right? You leave Marilyn alone. Happy anniversary, guys. God bless her. Joey G's in Mauro's Joey Park. Joey G. What up, Joey G? Save us. Happy anniversary, guys. Thanks, Thank buddy. you. Um, yeah, I want to talk about Bajan. No, I'm kidding. No, please. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I, uh, I want our five guys on the offensive line to average 1,500 pounds or more. That's what I'd like to see first. You'd like your offensive, offensive line 300 to 300 apiece. 300 apiece. 300 apiece, the big boys. Right. Yeah. Right. Plus, I want to have meat up there and slap some defensive guys around. Okay. Uh, two, I talked to you yesterday about J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Yep. When Caleb Williams, I see him in the UCLA game, uh, two of his receivers ran the wrong route, and he finger pointed it mm. to those guys. Like you guys ran the wrong route. I there's something about him that's a little snaky. Uh, but his teammates uh, don't seem to think that. I, I understand, but their teammates. Why don't they run the right route? Uh, I, I I would say. Listen, I uh, Joey. I don't, I don't, I don't recall seeing that. I, so I'd have to look at the video and just see how demonstrative it was or what it was really like. I mean, a quarterback being mad at his wide receivers is not a new phenomenon. Oh yeah, boy, the guys used to get chewed out on the sidelines. Um, thanks, Joey. Uh, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't know the specific play or moment he's talking about, but it's not a new phenomenon, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't let the things we see on TV, and I know the Bears won't do this, you know, dictate how they need to attack this. They need to do their own evaluation of him, which they will, and every other team does, and do your best to figure out what, the, what he's made of. It's not an easy thing. We talked about this earlier in the week. That's why teams miss so often. It's why guys fail. It's why quarterbacks fail. It's why athletes fail. It is. It's hard. I get it. But uh, we're going to take a million calls between now and the draft. Caleb Williams is this. He's that. As far as your line averaging about 300 pounds, how many old linemen in the NFL today are under 300 pounds? I can't imagine that. I, I, there's maybe a center. Uh, maybe. Maybe an athletic center that's probably 290. You know what I'm saying? One of those guys that can bowl. There can't be many. But there's not a slew of them. But there, I'd say the center position, if you're going to find him, you'd find him at the center position. Yeah, it looks that, like that Jason Kelsey stands a hair under 300. Well, that's what I'm saying. Kelsey, maybe. Your, yeah. centers. your centers might be your yeah. only guys, and right. even most of them are probably. But your tackles are probably 330, you know, a piece. Your guards are probably 315, and then your center's the only guy that might be a little bit light in the ace. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's probably not many of them. Uh, all right. We got a time. We got time for a few more calls. It's great. We got ten nothing but time, Carm. It's our anniversary. We can do what we want. Like Pete in Buffalo, New York's been waiting a little while, wants to say hi. What up, Pete? Pete! Hey, Buffalo! Guys, how's the snow, my friend? Thank you very kindly. I'm looking at about uh, four feet in my backyard right now. Jesus, uh, Pete, how do you do it? It's insulating the ground. It's beautiful. It is. It is. Uh, you know, it's nice to get the four seasons out here. And you know what? Between, like, June and December, I'd put Buffalo weather over anybody in the world. Really? Uh, wow. It's just dealing with the other six months or whatever it is. That's brutal. Uh, it's tough. That's tough. But uh, we're in good spirits here. Oh, by the way, uh, 
summer intern 2010, I was. So I just, you know, it's been oh, a long time. Oh, how about that? Nice. How about Very good, that? Pete. An alumnus. I love it. it and I'd like to think you guys wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't for me and getting your co's coffee and sandwiches and all that. Of course Pete, I not. appreciate the effort. You know that's, I always did. That's wonderful. Yeah, you hooked me up a few times, too. So well, there's nothing wrong with that. You fly, I buy is usually my theory. <laughs> that's all right. That's right. Uh, no, I just wanted to give you a boots-on-the-ground update for the game this weekend in Buffalo. Um, I'll be there. Nice. It's, uh, it's kind of a nervous energy around here. You know, we, we've... Uh, we're we're, t- we're done with just getting to the dance. We we want to actually advance, and the Chiefs have been our kryptonite here the last couple mm-hmm. years. Although we lost to Cincinnati last year, we can always beat them in the regular season. Yeah. Um, but something happens. We get to the playoffs, thirteen seconds, whatever the case is, we just can't hang with them. And and honestly, we're all a little bit nervous because of the defensive injuries this year. Um, you know, they just announced today Taylor Rapp's out. Yep. Um, you know, Gabe Davis is out on offense, but Terrell Bernard is the guy we got to keep our eye on. If yes. he can play. That's going to make a huge difference. He's been great this year, a second-year linebacker. Um, and then Rasul Douglas is coming back, too. But there's a nervous energy. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to get liquored up before the game and enjoy myself. But it's, we're, all, we're all a little bit nervous. I would say it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. I would take the under. That's my play on it. I don't, okay. I don't know how I feel. It's going to be a toss-up game, but I'm thinking low-scoring. Their first game was an under. Pete, yeah. thanks, and buddy. Pete, Pete, hold on. Pete, have you ever been responsible for throwing a uh, rubber phallus out onto the field there at Buffalo? Uh, no comment. No, no comment. comment. Okay. That yes. Guilty Pete, as thanks, charged. Good talking to you, Pete. Pete's he said there's a charged. nervous energy. I, yeah. I get that. I get that. Those Buffalo fans are a little bit, too, you know, they're excitable. They are excitable. The big thing going around last week was, you know, New York, I don't know if it was the governor, or maybe it was the mayor of Buffalo. I think it was the governor. Hochul? I think the governor of New York. Yeah. They're like, Governor Kathy of New York. Hochul. Yeah, Kathy Hochul. Warning, you know. Uh, you know, the citizens don't, don't go outside, don't travel. They've got to move the game because they're worried about, uh, you know, people putting themselves in danger and then risk. They, at risk. And then they just have videos of Bills fans jumping on tables that have been lit on fire. I mean, they're just the animals. They're, I, well, I think, that, I think the day before with the blizzard and the high winds and everything, the day it was scheduled, I think that's when she gave them the warning. Of course, yeah. Then afterwards, the next day, there's no warning. But it was like the Pittsburgh fans trudging through the snow in the upper decks. And, you know, you can only do so much, I guess. Right. When you get I mean, we're going to throw the, the snow from the upper deck down onto the lower deck. Good question. I mean, what kind what of are you slide? Doing? What kind I mean, of they did have, do you have some slides that get yeah, it onto the field. On the lower level, On the yeah. lower level. But what kind of slide can you create for an upper deck? I don't know, man. And in Green Bay, when we used to do it, you know, when I played there, there's only one deck. Right. So they put the slide, the slide up top. Everybody, everybody put it in the middle. All the snow went down. Yeah. And they used to get the guys out of Brown County Jail. And they oh. actually paid them. You know, they didn't make them go, hey, you're in jail. You got to work. No. They asked, you guys want to go? We'll pay you some money and whatever, you know, maybe they paid him in cigarettes. Not like Who Shawshank, knows? huh? In different kind of favors. Who knows? I don't know how they paid him. Paid but him either way, the, they even had uh, guys from Brown County Jail come out there. That's wild. It. I didn't yeah. know that. All right. Uh, we got time for more phone calls. Mike Note's got the bonus playing about 20 minutes. We'll uh, give you a little preview of all the games and what we think is going to happen coming up next as uh, we hit Divisional Weekend. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. To Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Allen fires it. It's a wide open. Remarkable. Touchdown, Buffalo. Davis again. 
to try to make it a three-point lead. Circling around at the 18. Now looks. Flings it back at the end zone. There it digs. Caught it for the two. Down the middle. It's here. In the open. Cuts it upfield. He might be gone. He is. Kansas City takes the lead with a minute to go from 64 incredible yards. From the 19 in 17 seconds. Down the middle to the end zone. And there it is. Hail Mary kicks. Got to throw it right away. Right now someone in the middle. Down the middle. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a 48-yard attempt. Only 48 yards. That's what it'll be. Thousands around the planet. The kick is good. It's going to overtime. Looking to the end zone for the win. He caught it. Ball game. Chiefs to the championship game. It's going to be almost two years to the day. This Sunday, this time it's in Orchard Park and not in Kansas City, but it it was epic. This is the fourth quarter. This is the divisional round two years ago. Remember, they also played in the AFC title game in in Kansas City a couple of years ago. Yes, they did. Kansas City won that game. But this is the fourth quarter, almost two years ago to the day. Harrison Butker, 28-yard field goal. Gabe Davis, 27-yard pass from Josh Allen. This is, Yurko, this is in the final two minutes. Gabe Davis, 27-yard pass from Josh Allen. Tyreek Hill, 64-yard pass from Patrick Mahomes. Gabe Davis, 19-yard pass from Josh Allen. Harrison Butker, 49-yard field goal. That's in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. And then the overtime game winner, Mahomes to Kelsey. It was epic. It was one of the all-time games. Great game. All-time. Great game. First meeting this year, the Chiefs had more yards. Same number of first downs, despite possessing the ball for 11 fewer minutes than Buffalo. But Casey lost the turnover battle 2-1, to one, and Kadarius Toney was lined up in the neutral zone. Yeah. It's the only time, for me at least, Patrick Mahomes has been unlikable in his career. What he did to Josh Allen at the end of that game was silly, and he apologized for it afterwards. But to be complaining to Josh Allen in about the, a call. Right, in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment. The only time he was unlikable to Right. Me. And at that point, you, you embrace him and you just say, it's over. This game is over. We'll see you in the playoffs. Right. Okay? Hopefully we get another crack at each other. And now That's it. Yeah. Pacheco didn't play in that first game. Pacheco was good last week. They like, leaned I, on their guys. They leaned on Isaiah last week. They leaned on he, Kelsey last week. A good way to put it. They were leaning on their guy. Their, their well, go-to well, guys they were trying to lean on. And they got a game out of Rasheed Rice. Yes. Can they get that again? Well, that's what they're hoping. Rice has got to be one of their guys as they move forward, right? He's got to be. He has to be. Got to be your guy. Best, uh, now that Dallas lost last week, the best home winning percentage over the last three seasons in the NFL belongs to the Bills, 22-6 and six straight up. This will be the first ever road playoff game for Mahomes. We've told you a lot about that. He has never lost on wild card or divisional weekend. Pretty incredible. Who do you think wins? Oh, Kansas City, Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins. Too much energy, too much this and that. Uh, you know what they're going to try to do. They want Kelsey. They want to run Pacheco. They want to do this. You know what Kansas City wants to do. I think the Buffalo can find a way to take some of that away. I like Buffalo here. What's the spread? Three. Two and a half, three. It if keeps it's two, getting, it's a battle. It keeps it's, getting back and forth. If it's two and, and a half, I like Buffalo. If it kicks out to three, 
then well, it almost feels like it's going to be a draw. Doesn't it? I think it's, this reeks of a three-point game, doesn't it? Yes. It the kind of does. Field goal, late it field does. goal. So if I can get three with Kansas City, I'd take the three. But I, even even worse, Carm, like 28-27. Yeah. That's what I feel this game is going to be. That close. 24, like last week's 24-23. Yep. 21-20. Yep. 17-16. You know, something weird like 18 You know, just something that's not the usual. You can't get to 18. 18 a tough score. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, 21-20. You know what I'm saying. 21 I know what you mean. 17. Like something weird. And somebody will have the ball late with a chance to get it done, and they won't. They'll, they'll piddle it down their pant leg. Josh Allen has played great on this during the six-game winning streak. He's up, to, he's up to 48 touchdowns on the year. He's got 16 rushing touchdowns. 32 yeah. passing, 16 rushing. It's incredible. So that'll be good. All right, Texans and Ravens. 32 and 16, how many yards? Rushing yards? I don't know. I'd have to look real quick. Well, I mean, passing it? yards. No, no. Oh, uh, he threw pass, for 4,000 something yards. Those are the numbers that Lamar Jackson won his MVP with when he uh, in his second year. Yeah. 40, Only he's got much more passing yards. Much more. He's got a Many thousand more. more passing yards. The interception number is, think, a little bit higher. It's a lot higher. A lot higher. It's yeah. double what it, Lamar's was. Thank you. It's double. So the interception number is a little bit higher, but those are numbers that, that won an MVP for Lamar Jackson. C.J. Stroud goes on the road for the first time against the rested Ravens defense that was fourth in yards per play, first in sacks, first in defensive DVOA, first in overall DVOA. They had historic DVOA, actually. They dominated the Niners. And uh, in that matchup around Christmas, and then it negated a lot of San Fran's heavy pre-snap motion by playing a fair amount of zone. That's what's been impressive about Mike McDonald. He is the young up-and-coming defensive coordinator in Baltimore that's probably going to be fast-tracked here to being a head coach because of how well, that's def- how well that defense has played and how sort of, would you say, malleable he's been. He's not really committed one way or another to zone or man. He is very good at saying, here's a scheme that's going to take away what you do best as an offense, and he did that against the Niners. And now we wonder, can he do it against Bobby Slowick, who is a Shanny disciple? Texans, like the Niners, you use a fair amount of pre-snap motion. They use it at about a top-10 rate. It's no surprise considering their coordinator. And you got to wonder what wrinkles he might have in store for C.J. Stroud making his first start on the road. I don't have a play in this game, but I kind of like the Ravens here. If I were going to play it, I probably I don't like laying that many points. It's a lot of points to lay. I really don't. And Lamar's just one in three straight up in the playoffs. But if you force me to make a pick, I'd lay the points if with the Ravens. Any here. game has a chance of becoming a runaway game. I think that's it. This one could be a runaway game. Could be. Yeah. And remember, two touchdown returns last week by the defense. Uh, that's true. For two, two pick sixes. That added uh, 14 points to the tally. Yes, it did. So, but if one has a chance to be a runaway on the road, you know, in crappy weather, and mm-hmm. it's still going to be crappy weather this weekend. Yeah, um, they could have high winds, they're saying, in Baltimore yeah. for that game. So I, I, th- I think this is the one that might have a chance to get there. And then every once in a while, you know, I, there's always the slow progression on getting into the playoffs and figuring out what it is and what. It's a little bit of a slow progression. They're in now for the first time with a rookie quarterback and a lot of young players over there that haven't been to the playoffs. Yeah. Now you're going into the real deal with the team Baltimore that's been there for an extended period of time, and they've played quality football. How much does that play into the second game tomorrow, the youngest team in the league, the Packers at the 49ers, with you know some guys that have been there, that have advanced. Yep. Uh, and then you got the amazing stat of Purdy, 
Debo and McCaffrey together are 18 to 1 straight up. So. Yeah, but I, I do think this is in the 9.5 or the 9. 9.5, and the, the, N- Packers nine and are, half. the Packers are getting 9.5. I hope it can stretch out to 10. At 10, boy, I'd really want to jump all over that thing. Okay. And uh, what I'm looking for here is I think Green Bay, with the way they've played as of late, I just think they're a more sensible team. You know what I'm saying? A more they can run the ball. They can. They can grind it out. They can play action. Yeah, they'll try to slow the game down. They won't want it to be a high flying game. They do the simple things well. You know, they tackle. And all of a sudden, their defense has got some teeth again. Like, remember the complaint last year was they couldn't catch the damn ball. Yeah, the ball was there, but they just couldn't catch the damn ball. Yes. This year they're catching the ball. Yeah. You know they're doing the they simple are. things well. Yep. Ball gets thrown. Ball gets caught. Ball gets thrown. Ball gets caught. The offensive line doesn't commit a thousand penalties. Uh, they're not sending yeah. you back into crappy situations either. It's a good old line. They, they they run a good draw game. They got a good screen game. They can find a way to frustrate the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think they can win. I think they can keep it tight though. I think that the Packers can keep it tight. How about Bucks Lions? The last game for us to uh, talk about here going into the weekend. You know I, the Lions won't. I think Roll the trend's over the way the Eagles did. Yeah. The Eagles, I and, and look, that's a big critique of a team. Yeah. But the Eagles quit. Let's face yeah. it. And I don't think the Lions are going to do that. But I, I still like the Bucks getting the points here. I think the yeah the Bucks. How many six? Six and a half. Six and a half touchdown. I bet this is my favorite. The one team I like as a favorite right now is Detroit. You like Detroit as the I favorite. like Detroit as the favorite here. The place is going to be loud. The average ticket going price for this one eleven hundred dollars. Wow. They haven't had a divisional playoff round since nineteen ninety one. They're not going to probably get the NFC Championship game because you got San Francisco winning, right? Right. Unless so, they're not yeah. going to get the NFC Championship game. So they've taken advantage of that and they've priced the tickets high. Then the secondary market has taken them even higher. Okay. So that's where they're at. They're like, we're playing playoff football. Get your ass here and let's celebrate. But you're going to it's going to cost you. So, they, they, but I think once it starts going, it's going to go. And I think the strength of Tampa's defensive line is matched up against the strength of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean the Detroit Lions. And I think the Detroit Lions will nullify their strength, and that will allow them uh, the opportunity to do some things. The boy, Kalaja Kansi, looked good in that playoff game on Monday night. Vita Vea looked good. Well, Vita Vea's always looked good, yeah. especially when he's plugging up the middle yeah. and he's stopping the run. It's fun playing with a guy like Vita Vea. Tampa's offense has found another gear here recently. I give credit to Baker, which I don't do often, and Dave Canales, their OC. Since week 10, the Bucks are operating at a top 10 rate in EPA per play. Baker's dropback EPA is 7th, if you can believe it, over that time span. In the last six weeks, he's got 13 touchdowns and two interceptions. So I think a path here, if, if they can be more efficient in the red zone than the Rams were last week and get 6 instead of 3, like Yurko always says, I think the Bucks have a chance to maybe... Pull an upset or at least keep All this right, thing I'm close. I'm on the other we'll way. Uh, this is the one favorite I like. I like All Detroit. Right. There you go. And then you like the other dogs. And then, well, no. I, li- I also think Baltimore has a chance to make this a runaway game. Oh, yeah. You did say that. So yeah, I yeah. got Baltimore. Yeah. So I got Detroit, both Baltimore. The... I got Green Bay and Buffalo. We're both in agreement with the Ravens. I think that one's on right. or don't play it. But we'll see. All right. Uh, best plays are an odds couple. Make sure you download it and listen. Catch up on demand because Mike and I did a fresh odds couple earlier this morning for Divisional Weekend. We've got the bonus play coming up next, and then we'll cross talk at two with Waddle and Sylvie. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. 
All right, make sure you check out the latest episode of The Outs Couple. It's on the ESPN Chicago app now. We broke down all four games, plus Jim Miller gave you some ponies. Encore replay will come your way Saturday afternoon after Peggy and Dion from 1 until 2. It'll be perfect, rolling you almost right into the start of football for the weekend. The first game is at 3.30 tomorrow. 2 tomorrow, 2 Sunday. Mike and I broke them all down. And Mike joins us now in the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline for the bonus play. What up, Mikey? Mikey! Oh, God. your car ready to go. We got playoff action. We got all sorts of footballs flying around. We got bad weather, people shoveling. It's going to be great. I'm not touching any of these games, okay? All right. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, forget about it. Because, going? You know what does the system knows- say? Well, you know, the system says uh, it really the, the best play I had was on the odds couple. And you know, you're, you're the master of the tease. We're going to let that just That's play right. People yeah. got to listen. Exactly. But yeah. The over uh, uh, Detroit in the Detroit game is sticking out. And uh, that would be a lean for me. And then uh, another one that uh, uh, Carmen and I talked about Tampa Bay and Detroit. Yep. Uh, the slight lean is uh, Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, I just think Detroit's defense is it's gettable. Know, it's gettable. Yep, Suspect. it's gettable. Baker Mayfield is uh, an underdog. I love the underdog, and uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He hates everybody that ever you know. He tries to act cool and everything else, but he's got a he's got a lot of pride, and uh, he was downed more than once. I mean, like I've always said, uh, Cleveland it was he broke the chain. He got him in the playoffs at least. So I sort of lean towards him, but you know. Carm says, why are you so down, Mike, before the tape? And today I go, I lost a bonus pick last week, and it was one of the dumber picks, Miami. You know, that coach is going to look so cute for a couple more years, then he better start wearing some regular clothes and winning some football games, okay? All right, with his little hats and everything else. I mean, Don Shule ain't walking through that door, all right? But all, all I'm going to tell you is when I was a kid, you know, I said, what, what's the easiest path? And Carm told me, take your easiest path. Mm. The small schools is yes. what made the bonus pick. That's right. So that's what we're going to do. We have, uh, well, when I was a kid, Ryder was a wagon, and Niagara was a movie with Marilyn Monroe and Joseph Cotton. Great movie. But no. Oh, yeah. Oh, but no. It's big-time basketball, ladies and gentlemen. Take Ryder, minus the three. They've been good to us once already yes, this they year. They have. They're 5-12, and 12, and their record's worse than Niagara's, who's 5-2 and two, uh, coming in uh, against the spread on the road. Uh, and then take the under in that game in my parlay special 144, guys. So Ryder in the under. Uh, Ryder, hey, look, you wanted it, you got it. Got on, it. Week, on, 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 on NFL football weekend. You know what? By the time the Ryder game's over, I'll just be finding out where the game's at. And then del- I'll I love it. I love it. Wait All, right, guys. All right, Mikey. Have a good weekend, buddy. You guys have a good one, too. We'll see you, see you later. later. There's Mike North with the bonus play. Ryder and the under. I love it. Let's go to Brian in Michigan City. How much snow did you get, Brian? Well, you know, God bless New Buffalo. We've got probably a foot, maybe a foot and a half. Damn. And we've got that strip headed straight towards down the lake. But uh, nothing like they have in Buffalo. That's a special person that lives up there. Yeah, right. What's going on, So uh, i got to say, I, I love listening to you guys. Long-time listener, and now I love watching you guys on YouTube streaming. Nice. And I got to say, one big guy to another big guy, Yurko, it's funny watching you scoop that icing off those cupcakes Oh, man, there. delicious today, too. Happy anniversary, boys. Yeah. Thanks, brother. I just got off a three-day fast. I got to watch my sugar intake, but there I am with my pinky in that green frosting, just, just killing it, you know? Just a little bit. I don't want to eat the whole thing, though. I'm just kind of getting a little bit of a t- I'm wetting my beak, you know? No, I get it. I get it. 
Hey, I just wanted to share. I thought it's interesting how you know these comparisons are made. They they look at Williams, they talk about Mahomes and how much alike they are, and it just got me thinking. You know, the last time the Bears were wonderful, everybody compares '85 season. And so I went back and looked, and you know, if, if Google is right with their stats, McMahon in '85 had 2,392 passing yards. You look at Justin this year with just, what was it, 12, 13 games that he played, 2,562. McMahon in 85 had 16 touchdowns. Justin, excuse me, he had 15. Justin had 16. Interceptions, I don't remember McMahon throwing a lot, but he had 11 11. interceptions in 85. Justin had nine, according to Google. Yep. Uh, QB rating is interesting. Uh, they had McMahon at 82, and uh, Justin Justin doesn't get a lot of love. He's got 46 QB rating, and uh, but I just wanted to share that with you guys and hear well, your thoughts. I don't a, know if that really means anything or not, but I just found it interesting. Here's why I don't think it does, Brian. It's just too hard to compare the eras at this point. It's so long ago, and the game is just play- it's almost 40 years. And the games played differently, and you know McMahon's passing numbers were never going to be that high. He missed games that year anyway because he was hurt for a little bit. But it, it's, it's they're never going to look the same. I don't know that we can glean too much out of it, and I don't think it's uh, can factor at all into the the calculus of you know what you're going to do going forward at the quarterback position. Coming up, we're going to cross out with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll do that in two short minutes. The good kids got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word on Carmen and Yurko. We're live in our State Street studios. Put your mic on. My mic is on. Now it is. I'm a radio professional. I've been doing this for 23 years. Do you think my mic's not on? 